Tom Bernard Show with JB, Melissa Kirk, Andy Brant Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Thanks again to Ben Glebe. Uh, Carmel is very, very nice talking to her as well. But I, I do. I think the world of Ben Glebe is a great guy. You should go see him at Rick Bronson's House Comedy. We will be back. Another special guest. More laughs coming up next. Tom Bernard Show. Join us every Thursday at 2 o'clock Central for our newest podcast, Car Selling Secrets. It'll be co-hosted by me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal from Walzer Automotive Group. We'll be talking about lots of stuff relating to how dealership sales actually work, as well as the latest product updates from nearly every make sold in the USA. If you have questions for the podcast, either email Doug at Walzer.com or call the studio live at 952-800-1492. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Oh, a little Jimi Hendrix. Now we're talking. Hey, Joe. We kick things off with Ben Glebe. We segue into Jimi Hendrix. And another big segue into Vinny Favorito. Vinny. How are you? Marvelous. How are you? I love you. <laughs> the young boy in the studio. <laughs> the young boy Andy. Andy's here, yep. Me? I'm not really a young boy anymore but no the son Remember? yeah that's me of, yeah uh... it's my son yeah he, he, that he's is my... well he's older now but he was shaking <laughs> when i was in there <laughs> were you shaking andy <laughs> was i i don't know possibly I think ladies a and bit. gentlemen possibly <laughs> Vinny Favorito promoting New Hope Cinema Grill appearance, March 1st and 2nd, 8.30 p.m. shows. A great venue. Just talked to Jerry this morning, as a matter of fact. Think the world of Jerry over there. Vinny Favorito will be in town on March 1st and 2nd, 8.30 at the New Hope Cinema Grill. Everything going well with you? Uh, yeah, everything's going great. I, um, I'm just enjoying the sunny weather in Boston like you guys are. <laughs> uh, very, happy about our, very happy about our Patriots. Um, we're so used to winning. It's ridiculous. It's oh, just ridiculous. Know. You know, it's Red Sox, the, the Patriots, the Bruins, the Celtics. I mean, it's just nonsense. We are the trophy town. Well, you are. There's no question about it. Don't forget, that. I was there last time right after the Super Bowl in Minnesota. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, you guys had a crazy time going on and you're polite fans. And I, I was looking anxious, to, so anxious to go there. I'm like, oh, they throw bottles. Just one. Then they say, stop. And it's over. That's nice. That's, <laughs> that's, nice. that's it. That's a, I cannot believe, Vinny, that somebody hit Gronk in the face with an, with a full beer can. Do you hear about that? Do you believe it? I, yeah, because he didn't catch it. He likes to drink those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but try not to hit him in the face next time. That would be kind of nice. Jesus. I know. I know. People, I just people are just it. so rude. And they're, they're, they're just just horrible. But anyhow, I am so excited to be coming there. Um, I when I was in your show, uh, we uh, it's such a great time, and I, and I got a new joke out of your show. Remember about the grandmother dying in the text uh, messages? He hadn't read his messages, and then I interrupted. Right. 
because um, it's someone's mother. And it's it's a joke I still use today. It's a great joke. But um, I was there, when I was there last <laughs> time. I think you had like twelve snowstorms in, in two days, so yes. uh, kind of hindered us a little bit. So I'm really looking to make up for it this time. We had two great shows uh, while we were there, but um, you know I want to make them even better. So hopefully your weather holds out. You people, I don't know how you live with that children of the corn crap, but it's uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's always a hit and true. miss when you're flying into Minnesota. No, I understand that completely. It's it's uh, well, I will tell you this: uh, last weekend or last, yeah, well, last Saturday and Sunday, I believe, or Sunday and Monday, it was uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul got 23 inches of snow in two days. It's unbelievable. Well, that's like a dusting for you, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a dusting, the 23 inches of dusting <laughs> of snow. That's exactly now, it. Now, Tom, but, you, you, know. you, you, didn't go to the sh- you didn't go to the show while I was there. Uh, um, are you going th- this time, or are you doing a photo shoot for a, the bucket of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh, yes, that's gonna exactly be there? right. Well, I'm, I'm going to be actually in Cuba. Jesus, last time you were on a cruise. You were going on a cruise or something. Is that Vinny's why you, coming to town. I'm getting the hell podcasts. out of town. You do these podcasts, yes. you record them a year earlier, and then you just travel? Is that what you do? <laughs> no, hardly. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very yeah, excited. I'm going the, to Cuba. Cuba. Andy, someday, someday that podcast will all be yours. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, when you get him. to travel. Probably. Yeah. What happened today? I don't know he died, but you know everything's out. It's all it's not quite out what I meant, but <laughs> no, I understand. Well, he said probably. Completely. Are you not the oldest son, Andy? Yeah. But why you did know. you just sound like the oldest daughter? Pick your voice up a little bit. That was a say, you the glitch in the board, yeah. not me. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> Uh, it all works out in the end. But, yeah, I, I am actually very – one thing I was warned about, though, Vinny, is that uh, in, in Minnesota and Florida, I have uh, medical uh, cannabis cards. I can get medical cannabis because it helps me sleep. I got PTSD and all that stuff, so it really helps me sleep well. I have already been told, and we're about two weeks out, do not bring cannabis into Cuba or no. it's not going to go well. <laughs> so, I don't know. No, but I thought you were going to Cuba to bring cannabis out. Well, that's what I thought, but apparently they frown on that whole situation <laughs> down there. And, uh, you know, it's. But, yeah, I, what I want to do is I want to I call into this show, and I want to. But I haven't found out yet if I can use my cell phone when I'm in Cuba. I don't know if I can do that or not. That I have no idea, but I do know this about Cuba. The women are beautiful, which won't interest your son. But the women are beautiful, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, it's, it's. I'm not. I'm just assuming, and I'm. Yes. It's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful place, and now it's much better, obviously. But you still don't do mm-hmm. anything wrong in Cuba. You just don't want to do that. Right. Otherwise, you'll wait five years and be sent home on a boat. No, that's exactly right. That's what I, I understand. They they don't care for it much if you're. They tell me the people are very, very friendly. They're very, very kind. But if you get yep. out of line, you got major problems. That's what I have heard. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what you've heard. They're super friendly as they're luring you down the alley. They're very, <laughs> yes. very friendly. That's exactly <laughs> right. So, no, it's been video, well, good for you, man. I, 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 I think that's great that you get to do these wonderful trips. I mean, was and it was like a. Wasn't it like a uh, radio cruise you did before, something to do with your show or something? Um, yeah, something. I don't know. Who the hell knows? You have like 12 shows there, don't you? <laughs> we just do – yeah, we. I have 12 shows here. We just did uh, the the morning show, which you'll be on uh, in, in two weeks when you come to town. Uh, yeah. Be great to have you on the KQ Morning Show. But we just did two shows at the Hard Rock down in Key West uh, this past week. Uh, great! That we had a ball, had a wonderful time down there, and I don't think anybody cares if you carry around bales of marijuana in your head down in Key West. <laughs> I don't think they care at no, all. No, Key about West, that. you can, you can do anything in Key West because they figure the whole place will be wiped out by a hurricane any minute. So you can do whatever you want there. I have friends Boy, that took- live there, and that that's that's it. They buy generators and they smoke pot. That's all they do. That's what I understand. Are there any big? 
I'm sure they got you know some comedy at, where maybe at the Hard Rock or whatever. But uh, is that a big comedy market? What Key West? Yeah, yeah. Uh, not that I know of. No, no. Me either. I, 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 don't I don't think they really do. I don't think they really do. They have all their local bars, uh, uh, which have you know just local hangouts, very popular. The tourists come in. Um, but I don't think it's really known for comedy, to tell you the truth. I, I think they've, you know, sprouted up a one-nighter here and there, but I, I don't really know of any real comedy there. I don't either, That's and that's why I asked, because I, I was thinking about that. I've been down there a few times, and I, I just don't remember the com- basically the word comedy even coming up. Although there was a guy, I wasn't there because... You know, I uh, I was working at the time, but there was a guy apparently running down Duval Street, stark naked, and he couldn't explain why he was stark naked. He just said he didn't know that he was. Apparently, that's not a good sign Which if you don't know you're stark naked. Which gets us back to cannabis. It gets us back to cannabis. That's exactly that's exactly right. Exactly. But how, how many how many how many days a year do you spend on the road? Actually, uh, I've been out of Vegas, which I was there for 15 years right. straight. So right. I'm out of Vegas one year, and uh, I'm doing local stuff, and then I'm doing a lot of stuff for the NHL, roasts and stuff like that. So oh, I fly sure. out to sure. Canada, but I don't go out that often. And they're about to buy me a club here in Boston because I'm like a Rickles. So they, I, love uh, Rickles. I was approached just last weekend that they want to buy me a club, call it Vinny's or Vinny Favoritos, and Friday and Saturday just be me and, you know, because they want to tie it into the new casino opening here, the Encore. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. And, yep. um, and they just want to get the tourists in there because they have a weird uh, old legislation. They can't have entertainment in the hotel. It's just an old legislation, and really? hopefully they'll change that. Yeah, it's really weird. Uh, like in Little Italy here in Boston, there's one entertainment license, and it's just because of this old leg- legislation. But the way the world with the sports betting and everything else is growing, I don't know how they can, you know, have a property like that because it's a replica of what's in Vegas, and not to have uh, entertainment would would be ridiculous. But they built boats to take people around Boston by via boat, you know. But whatever, they'll they'll make their changes. All I know is Minnesota, like when I stayed there last time because of the snow, um, and it's, it was freezing there, so I called to the front desk. I said, mm-hmm. do you have any runners? Which they don't. Where, you know, in <laughs> Vegas we have Mexicans, but here we call them runners. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, I tried. Okay. <laughs> There's a noodle bar like 100, feet, 100 yards from the, from the hotel, and that was the closest thing to food. To go across the street to the supermarket, you'd have to, you know, get like a snowmobile or something. So I, to, to venture out just to get a bowl of noodles in Minnesota. So I lose weight while I'm there. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's a really good thing. You guys Vinny, are out here. It's like South Dakota. Well, there's a there's a real compliment. Hey, Minnesota's a lot like South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, great. It, it, no, I'm talking about weather. The pilot... The pilot flying in, we're about to land in South Dakota. He goes, with the wind chill factor, it's 40 below. I said, well, then why would you be landing? Let's go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> keep moving, man. By the way, That's I, it. I've, I've never I've never asked anybody this question, so Vinny Favorito is a perfect guy to ask this question. Little Italy in Boston is the entire north side of Boston. Well, it's the north end. It's the north end. North end, yeah. Uh, That's true. North just, end's better. North End, just before the tunnel to the airport, as an escape route. But yeah, it's just it's a it's a it's a little neighborhood, and Boston's made up of those neighborhoods and all ethnic groups. But it used to be through the tunnel was East Boston, which used to be Italian before Vietnam moved in, and then. Um, <laughs> you are Don Rickles Part Two, man. It's wonderful. Neighborhoods have neighborhoods have changed, but they're trying to. They're trying to bring East Boston back and 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 uh, and and make it better by raising rent. <laughs> well, that's there you go. Leg- that's what they're legitimately dialogue. doing. How's the rent in so Minnesota? What does a, like a double wide go for? <laughs> I don't 
Minnesota <laughs> is one of the richest, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, one of the richest area areas in the entire United States. Matter of fact, Medina, Minnesota, which is a, a, a suburb of Minneapolis, was voted in one of the top ten richest places in America. It's a very wealthy wow. state. Very, very wealthy. A lot of money. And they yeah, like to because point it out you constantly. can't spend it on anything there. <laughs> Well, that's true. You get money, and you never have to spend it, and <laughs> life is grand. That's very, very true. Don't you wow. have the biggest? Don't you have the biggest mall? Isn't that you? Mm-hmm. Yep, Mall of America. That's exactly right. Mall of America. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what that's makes exactly. it different? And they're like more stores. <laughs> there are four Foot Lockers in one mall. Four of them. That's how big it is. Wow. And so it's, it's not a white so, area. <laughs> Gosh, you are. That's why I love you, man. I just everybody gets it. See, Vinny, I got to be honest with you. A lot of people are terrified to do the kind of comedy that you do, but I love the fact we, when where I grew up, we talked about that. Ben Glebe was just on it a couple minutes ago, and we were talking about how you know I grew up in a, in a Catholic and black and Jewish neighborhood, and we all went after each other. We You're all right. had a ball. We all had a great time. But you said things like, "Oh, so it's a, so it's not a white area." That's funny. But mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, really? <laughs> of course oh, I'm is. very upset. It's very it's funny. funny. Very funny. You, it's all. Let true. me tell you something. I start my my shows, and I won't change. I'm very politically incorrect, but I do it with likability. You know, like afterwards, I'll go. I'm just kidding. Anyhow, right. <laughs> the, the truth is, I stay on. The truth is, I say on stage. I go. You know, when this country was great. This country was great when All in the Family and the Jeffersons. When those shows were on television, we didn't have. Any of these issues, but then nope, someone right. decides I'm going to start. I'm going to start a group, and another one's going to start a group, and you've made this country so tense, and we look like a third world country. The the way we fight, they fight in the streets over politics and this and that, and it's ridiculous. So that's why my shows have warnings. If you're easily offended, stay home and catch a magician. I don't know because <laughs> Vinny's not breaking out puppets. It's not going to happen. You know what I mean? And usually. Usually in my shows, down in Vegas, I had a big minority following. But when I go to places like Minnesota and stuff like that, it'll be predominantly white. And then there'll be, you know, uh, uh, sometimes a, a black person. And, and if there is, and I say if there's a Puerto Rican in here, you better hope a black guy shows up because it's going to be a long night for you. Because <laughs> you're going after They are the next... They are the next color down on the Sherman Williams paint chart. Anyhow, <laughs> comedy, you know, it's just like women. Women, you know, women, I'll say, I know there's one person in the room ready to go on to the Internet. Oh, I was just offended. Well, go well, go ahead, because that's great. Like, women, even women are getting up. They had a woman's day this year. Boy, the dishes piled up that day. All I'm saying is people gotta people gotta relax, man. I I don't care if you're black, white, gay, straight. I mess with everybody. I'll even ask, are there any paralegics in the room? And you know, there's one in the back trying to raise their arm. Anyhow, I do comedy. That's what I do. That's what I'm known for. And everyone else is just afraid, and they'll just uh, they they won't even walk the line anymore. And if that's the case, no, then, true. you know, what's the point in doing it? It's my art. It's what I do. It's just like serious radio. What makes serious radio any better? They say yep. everything on serious radio, you know? Yeah, they do. And, you're, and you're talking about what we're saying as comedians in a show. How about watch FX for a day and the language yeah. they use and things that they're saying. And, and, and we're the bad guys? No, no, no. So... Listen, you want to have a fun night and be in a show where you don't know what's going to happen and I don't know what's going to happen and it's not rehearsed. There's a few things that, you know, I say in other shows. But if you want to have a spontaneous night, then you come to see a guy like me because that's what it is. It's, as soon as I get on that stage, I could start with a joke or I could just start ripping the audience. It just, you, you never know with me. Works for me. That's all I know is it works for me. Vinny Favorito, ladies and gentlemen, I will talk to you in two weeks when you're in town, and I look forward to it, sir. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Andy, oh, you're adorable. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Cassie, we'll be back, Tom Cassie, Bernard. I'll see, I'll, Cassie, I'll see you at the hotel. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> 
a program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Bernard show. Uh, did that segment go 18? Yes. Close to, yeah. Okay, why don't we just do 12 here because I don't want to cut any of that off. <laughs> I love Vinny Favorito. He's, he's wonderful. He's another one. Hey, back to back, man. Ben Glebe followed by Vinny Favorito. Uh, you don't get much better than that. Do you? No, okay. okay. So, Melissa, you're, what, what are you now, 17? <laughs> 27. 27. I knew it was one of those. <clears throat> But are you offended by Vinny Favorito? No. no. Because back in the day, and I've, I've told people this many, many times, and, and JB, you can jump in on this as well. Mm-hmm. Growing up in a neighborhood where you, like I said, you know, you hang around with the guys, all that stuff. And I told people many, many times, uh, if I've known you, if I've met you more than two times and I'm nice to you, it means I don't like you. I'm trying to keep it at an arm's right. length because if I don't, I, if I barely know you and I'm being nice to you, it means I don't like you. Uh-oh. So it's, uh, I've never been nice to you, so I wouldn't <laughs> worry about that at all. That's not a problem at all. But no, it, it, look, that what he just said, you know, that whole deal about, I had friends remember, you know, when I, <coughs> when I got in my later teens is when I started putting on, you know, I started lifting weights and I started putting on a lot of weight and then I got put on some fat as well. So my friends would go, like, in the snow, and they go tromping around in, like, two feet of snow. And they go, this must feel like you walking. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you just ripped people. That's mm-hmm. what you did. We all laughed. We all laughed about the same things, just like Vinny does. But do you think people can handle it, or will they ever get over it? This In this state? No. They're not going to get over it, are they? No. I, I, think, I think the people, honestly, the the new generation that's younger than me um, Mm -hmm. will not be able to do that. They're so sensitive and, you know, and they're trained to be, that's the thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're trained by their parents because the parents want to, yeah. And schools and they want to be, you know, all politically correct and they want to, you know, every, you know, you can still be, a good human being to other people and give them a hard time because that's a part of life, you know, like as, yeah. a, as a joke. I mean, I do that at work all the time, and, and I've actually caught myself, like, if this bothers you, just let me know. Like, you know, I just joke around. And, and they're, everyone I work with thinks it's funny and has fun with me. And, you know, yes. and I used to do that as a kid. I mean, the same thing that you described. Like, so I, I think this whole, mo- yeah. like, the whole idea that 
all millennials can't take it. I don't think it's true. Um, I think no, there is a there's a pretty there's a pretty <laughs> fine line on on where um, I, they can no longer accept it. You know, I think it's it's younger than me, but I still. Gonna, I was going to say but, as it gets younger within the millennials, yep. it gets worse and worse. Because I mean, I'm 1991, so I. I'm probably at that point, what, right? Not in the middle, but kind of on. Mm, yeah, yeah. More yeah. yeah. I'm not right. I'm not in the middle, but I'm. No. Towards the end, but I, I grew up with parents that, you know, had fun and joked around. And, you know, I, I know old music. Mm -hmm. I know old, you know, the old way of <laughs> right. things. Like, I was taught that. So I think now those those millennials are not getting that they're getting all this new garbage that we shove down people's throats now and as i escorted uh ben and the and his girlfriend uh to the front door i told ben um because i said i might come see you but don't put make me the black guy that sits in the front <laughs> that you make fun of oh i like it i like it and, and I was joking, but um, and I've experienced it, and it doesn't bother me. I mean, they did that to me the day I went and saw Rickles. Uh, they put me dead straight center, three rows, you know, away from the stage. I stuck out like a sore thumb, of course. But right. Um, but I also I knew it was to help him relax and get over and get his jokes over and whatnot. And I even. Um, attended a, a show with George Wallace in uh, St. Paul. And he and I wound up telling your mama jokes to each other. I love George. Doing, doing the show. Love him. So Love the guy. Yeah. But, no, I, it I'm, just, I think is, like I said, as they get young, within that millennial range, as they get younger and younger. It gets worse and worse. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they get no sarcasm. They don't understand um, joking at all. They take everything serious. Um, you know, you, you literally have to stop and say, oh, that was a joke, or hey, I was kidding, this, that, and the other, because... Yeah, and it, you didn't used to have to do that. No, and I, you know who I blame? People mm. my age. Because we're their really? parents. Yeah, that's true, yeah, that's true. And, you know, my... No, you're right about that. My kid gets it all because he saw me talk, you know, he witnessed me talk, to other people and he experienced it and he he knows sarcasm he knows kidding around he knows you know i heard a black comedian said and i can't remember who it was but said we're missing it was steve harvey we're missing the joneses and you know what i mean when i say the joneses time mm -hmm. that that mm -hmm. we were kind of get on each other we call it capping or jonesing on each yeah, other right. in the neighborhood because it made you tough in a way too. Because you it was funny too. Right. It was funny, but you also experienced. Every, you got a chance to answer back, and there was no fighting or anything. You know, it was the number one rule was what, Tom? Kiss my ass. No, no, that's not it. <laughs> no. Oh damn it! I thought it was. No mamas. Yep. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. no, mamas, no mamas. Exactly but right. anything else That's was very, fair very game. True. Last names, uh, what you kind of animal you may have resembled, uh, if you were really poor or whatever it was. It was, it was all fair game, and you know, at the end of it, we all kind of, you know, I wouldn't say hugged it out, but you know, we walked up the street yeah. together, laughed our butts off, and went and played, you know, basketball or baseball or football, and and nobody got ticked off about it. Yeah, no, that's exactly the way I grew up. I mean, we you were constantly getting blasted by everybody, and it was funny, and we had a good time. I mean, Don Rickles used to walk on stage. One eighty walks on stage during a Vegas show. The place is packed. This guy in the front row has got a pretty big nose, right? Mm -hmm. And Don's walking along, and he's looking down at the audience. All of a sudden, he just stops, and he stares, and he doesn't say a word, and he doesn't move. And then all of a sudden, he goes, look at this guy. Look at this guy down here in the front row. Look, sir. You're either a Jew or an eagle. <laughs> it was funny, right? But now I do not know if anybody thinks that. They would think that's funny. I no. don't know. Because Why? you're Because you're singling them out for hate. 
would be What's the not response. hate. It is not hate in any way, shape, or form. Not but, not even close. But you got to remember, there there was a certain segment of my generation who got teased and couldn't handle it, and now yeah, they're no, now they're true. winning because they're yeah, literally, it kind of seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah, they're literally changing the, the uh, culture of this country and. Eventually, we're going to pay for it somehow, some way. I can't figure out how, but it, as you can tell, it's, you know, we're, we're not as tough as we used to be. I think that's a good, good uh, choice of words right there. We are not as tough as we used to be. You used to be able to take a punch once in a while, and it was not. Look, I never considered any of it malicious. It was not malicious in any way, shape, or form. Everybody got, it, got their ass handed to them in the neighborhood. That's just the way it was. Yeah. And it was funny. And like I said, I think you're right. It did, it did make you tough because then if somebody else said something about you and they meant it, you'd laugh it off anyway going, you're a moron. Right? Right. Or, yeah, so if, I, or I, if it, it would take a lot more than just one comment to, to send you over the edge. Now it's one comment and that person is either ready to fight or they're just completely like broken apart. Well, I mean, an example. Something just happened. Alex flew down to, to Key West on Sunday. Her plane uh, didn't make the connection. She had to stay, spend the night in Charlotte, North Carolina, mm-hmm. with her two little children. And I, I inquired where she was, and they said, well, we don't, we don't know right now. And I said, what? I said, well, we don't know right now. But as it turned out, the, the listeners and Brittany and everybody else surrounded uh, Alex and the kids and took care of them. They were, the listeners could not have been better. They're just wonderful people. But I said, okay, well, here's the deal. If anything happens to my daughter, I'm going to kill everybody there. <laughs> and some people thought I was serious. It's oh, like, God. Nah, I wasn't really going to kill you. Okay. I, I don't really feel like, you know, taking a deep in prison for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Well, the other I have thing. I no interest in that. The other part of that is you also know that your daughter's pretty tough and pretty self-reliant that she was going to take care of herself anyway but you were kind of asking to help because she had two young children with her well plus the fact i i any if my family gets in danger and and she wasn't in danger but she could have been and i just get nuts with whether it's andy or alex or the kids or my wife or whatever it just that stuff does drive me nuts that is very very true so you know it, it some people did. No, I, I, will you threaten to kill? I did not threaten to kill anyone. When you say I'm killing everybody or I'm killing him, it's like, did you ever notice oh, the Vikings got killed by the Eagles? Well, they didn't actually get killed. They just got beaten the game badly. It's not really a killing. But people can't handle that stuff anymore. Just using the word kill, it's like, oh, I, I recoil in horror. Calm down. But it, it's funny. You know? Those are the same people who will support this congresswoman who's clearly out of line. Oh, you mean the anti-Semite? Mm-hmm. That's your cousin, isn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I get to hang that on him. It was wonderful. <laughs> but you, you understand what I'm saying. I know. No, Those I know are exactly the same people saying. that will run to her defense. And it's like, oh, how does that match up to your your thought process? Yeah. I know. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And I don't really understand how you could be considered to be either Christian on the far right or progressive on the far left when you're the exact opposite of either. Yeah. You're not religious if you're burying people over their viewpoints, and you're not progressive or tolerant if you're burying people for their their views. It's like you're, you're neither one of you are what you're supposed to be. You're both filled with hatred and shut up and get out of the way. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. They're, fill, they're right. filled with hatred and, I don't know, they just it's didn't experience a good life when they were young, a lot of them. Andy, our break is here, right? Yes. Yep. All right, we'll be right back. There's a breaking story. We'll be, Uh-oh. well, at least is, yeah, well, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you, do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. 
drivers. You can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Jeff, who started as a customer service rep and is now company controller. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority. Because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. We're rocking out, man. What do you think of that? What are you going to do? It's Friday. Well, you you were talking about, or Ben was talking about XM Radio. and um, Oh, yeah, no, yeah. V- uh, Vinny was. Talking Vinny about, was, yeah. yeah. Talking about yeah. XM Radio. Uh, on Monday is John Hughes' birthday. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to have, they're going to take one of their channels and play songs from all his movies. They are? Yep. Because you know he That'd used a cool. he used a lot of uh, I don't know what the genre is of uh, rock it was but you know from all those different right. movies yeah so that's for a day that just for his birthday they're gonna birthday that's what they're gonna you do. said birthday yes you I did don't try to change it now you said birthday <laughs> man you yeah. can't back out now you said birthday I heard I you. said it twice. And you didn't catch you either one of them. About. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. God damn. Uh, what? Huh? I didn't say anything. I said, you were laughing, man. I oh, yeah. Well, you were, you were, you were uh, slipping back into the old neighborhood voice. That's what I was laughing at. Oh, man. Andy, I got a window support alert, and I can't get on my computer now. What the hell is that all about? Oh, good. <laughs> What'd you do, Tom? I mean, good. I, I'm asking you for help. What the hell? What, what is this now? I need a lot more oh. information. Well, it just says, Windows support alert. Your system detected some unusual activity. It might harm your computer data and track your financial activities. That sounds Please fake. report this activity. It's fake? Sounds well, pretty fake to it? me. Yeah, because if you... How do I get rid of it? There's got to be some box to click on it somewhere. I don't see it. I don't see it anywhere. I'll well, just Sons press Alt F four then. Right. Alt F four. Yes. That's okay. Here we go. Not like literally F and four, <laughs> but the F four button. <laughs> yeah, because he would. Tommy <laughs> had to explain that really well. <laughs> okay, it says close tabs. Yes. Right. Yeah. Just close okay, everything. So yeah. Alt F four okay, is basically Thank the you. kill whatever I'm looking at button. Whatever happened to Alt Buttons. Control Alt Delete? Whatever you can happened still to that? do that, but that's a little overkill in this kind of situation. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, I don't know. That's never happened to me before. What the hell's that all about now? They wanted you to actually click on Enter whatever it. they wanted you to click on, and then you really would have been in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been wonderful. Good. It's called fishing. Yeah. Yes, it is. I can't believe that they could do that on the, that was on the Newser website. I hit a story on the Newser website and I've, it went right to that. I've been redirected to some very sketchy stuff from Newser, unfortunately. <laughs> what is wrong with them? I know. That's why I have ad block on yep. my Newser, you which need to. does I do now, too, yeah. which now I can't see anything on Newser, but I'd rather not Yeah. I'd rather have ad block than deal with all the other crap that pops up. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, uh, at least for me this is breaking news. I think it's for everybody breaking news. Uh, the strange turn that the Jussie Smollett case took this week now is another development. On Thursday, there was pushback from the Chicago Police Department on an ABC7 report which cited unnamed CPD, Chicago Police Department sources, 
as suggesting the Empire actor had somehow been in on the staging, on staging his own alleged assault. Meanwhile, a lawyer for two Nigerian brothers who were questioning the case and who police believed may have been seen in a surveillance video on the night of the alleged attack said Thursday that her clients had been extras on Empire and had been on cordial terms with Smollett. TMZ now reports that those two brothers, Olabinjo and Abimbola Osundero, were arrested Friday and are now considered potential suspects, not simply persons of interest. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Nigerians are black. Yes, they are. Correct. Well, there are Justin some. Smollett. There are some light-skinned Nigerian, Nigerians, but not a lot of them. No. Alabinjo and Mbimbola, probably not honkies. <laughs> Because Jussie Smollett said two white guys attacked him. Yeah, well, that's, that? that's because the yeah. prevailing theory is now that this was all set up right. by the three. Because they so went to the, the just set the whole thing. They up. went to the Nigerian brothers' house, and apparently they found bleach and a rope and a maga hat and all those. They did. Yep. And they did. Yep. You know, it's kind of coincidental that they knew each other. And were in the same area at the same time yeah. as this alleged attack, and yeah. The, the last so basically, what there's last thing I heard last night was one of them was out of the country. Really? So, yeah. So maybe he wasn't out of the country. Mm. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it says here that they uh, they searched their home and found uh, bleach, laptops, a red hat. Didn't say a MAGA hat, but a red hat. And other items for TMZ, Chicago police say the suspects haven't been charged yet and that they're still being questioned by investigators, the Wall Street Journal reports. Police say Smollett is continuing to cooperate with them. No, he's not cooperating. He won't give them his phone records. Yeah, that's not cooperating. He gave them them phone records with several deletions in them. What is going on here? I I mean, JB claims that I attack him all the time, (laughs) and we know that's a lie. Well, you know. I wonder within the hate crime law... If there's a stipulation about faking a hate crime. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't think there is, and there's going to have to be soon, because it's happening more there's and more frequently. You're right. But I mean, you're 100% correct. What, what are you to gain for faking that? Uh, job security, uh, donations. Apparently, who he is now. apparently uh, the brothers, I don't know, I don't know exactly why but they thought that he was going to get kicked off the show so you know one of the theories is that you do this they can't kick you off the show anymore now can they because then you know they're abusing a victim or whatever well that's interesting you bring that up because they have released information from the show saying that's preposterous we would not cut him from the show so maybe they achieved what they wanted to achieve yeah. with all this. Although if they do find out yeah. it's all a scam, then he's not ever working again. Right. So. Yeah, so then he's kicked. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying, why take the chance? Because then you you, you can ruin your career. Well, they, they do. They were correct in that if you say that there was, you know, a bunch of Trump supporters did something horrible, the media is going to run with it. They'll mm-hmm. instantly believe you. And oh, so will most people yes, who read will. it. Uh, so that's true, but they also, I guess they just never thought they'd get caught. Because he did, he walked off camera, and 60 seconds later, he came back on camera with the thing around his neck. Oh. So yes. they knew where seconds. there was no camera coverage. Mm-hmm. So Yes, they did. Which is, uh, again, rather suspicious. Well, I have a, a uh, Trump fact for you. Um, okay. His LDL is down 22 points? <laughs> Supposedly. That was actually in the news. <laughs> was it? Was yes. The, it was in the news, yeah. Oh, his, LDL, his LDL's down, but he's gained a few pounds. So So is this his right. yearly physical from yeah. his made-up doctor that he... <laughs> his doctor's name is like Dr. Vinny Boombots or something. <laughs> it is Dr. Vinny Boombots, my favorite. Boombots. <laughs> um, that 70 to 80% of... Trump supporters believe the earth is flat. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> it's not even close to correct. I heard, Actually, that, I heard that one yesterday. I was like, oh, you know, man. <laughs> you know who does believe the earth is flat? A lot of NBA players right. that's who think the earth is flat. I mean, Jesus. 
NBA players. How can you think the earth is flat? Well, remember, Tom, you're talking about guys who didn't know how Lincoln would I turn know, out. I know, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Consider oh, the right. source, oh, right? right. <laughs> the Miami Heat and the L.A. Lakers went to see the movie well, I didn't know he died. Uh, Lincoln. <laughs> I was surprised he got killed at the end. How did you not know that? President Lincoln was assassinated <laughs> at this point in your life. Pretty common knowledge. <laughs> Honest to God, it's just unbelievable. Well, as long as we're spending a lot of time on black guys, we'll move on to this story. Well, it is. Black you think History that was pretty Month. smooth? It That's is Black true. History Month. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another another thirteen days. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Carlton. Copyright Office. Unimpressed by your mm-hmm. dance. I just talked to uh, Alfonso Ribeiro last yesterday, and I really think the world of him. He's a really really nice man. Uh, it's a simple routine, not something that requires a copyright, declares official. He cannot copyright the dance, the Carlton. Oh, yeah, it was in, it's in Which, Fortnite, so, and he's all upset about right. that. But how, how can you not be able to copyright that, but Phil Jackson got to copyright 3-peat? Right. You he, do yeah, have he to copyrighted 3-peat. Or a guy in his uh, pre-boxing match... Um, Dissertation, you know the let's get yeah and oh, let, ready to rumble. get ready to rumble right. I wasn't going to say yeah. the whole thing, but just in case, well, yeah, no, because it's copyrighted, right? Well, I do wonder because that dance originated from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? Which it technically did, yes. would that make it their intellectual property? Because that muddies the situation a little bit more. Well, yeah. he, he did invent it, though. He did I mean, invent he did it, invent but it. he did it for the show. So, yeah, you know, I think technically true. anything that happens on camera, they own. So, I don't know. Oh, they, He tried to get it uh, registered as a choreographic work, and they said they cannot do that. It's a simple routine, not a choreographic work. It is rather How simple. How would you judge that? Well, yeah, but I can't do it. <laughs> White guys have been doing do that dance for years. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not a real dance? No, no. it's not. It's not. <laughs> Just swinging your arms back swinging, and forth. Yeah. Swinging your, and moving yeah. your hips a little bit. Yeah. But that's just like this new dance called flossing. Yeah. I can't do it to yeah. save my flossing, life. Flossing, yeah. But just about... And here's Everyone a, under 12 can. It, oh, yeah. yeah. And, every, and here comes the stereotype. Every white guy can. Just about. Well, I know a white woman that can because she was doing it two nights ago. I said, what the hell are you doing? I'm flossing. Oh, like, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Catherine was flossing. It's yeah, all true. I, no I, I've tried it. and I can't catch the rhythm of the stroke, as they would say with Parliament Funkadelic. The rhythm of the stroke. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, I like Alfonso. He's a really, really nice guy, so it's too bad. Uh, well, so it's in Fortnite, and he wanted to be paid for it. Is yeah. that what it was? Yep. I would hope they step forward and throw him a little something. It would be nice, wouldn't yeah, it? But if you just didn't have to be told to do it, you just did it? Right. Cause yeah, why you, not? Because you know one of those geeks who designed it sat there, oh, that's funny, let's put Carlton to Oh, totally, in yeah. Or give them credit of some sort. Well, the one thing about that, though, is that games have been doing that for at least 2004, I know. World of Warcraft made that a big thing where every uh, every different, like, kind of character in that game, like orcs had their own dance, the humans had their own dance, and they were all real dances. And no one cared about that. And ever since that happened... Pretty much every MMO, every character has their own dance. Every game like League of Legends, every character has their own dance. And they're all inspired by real dances. So, you know, it's just, it's so stupid that all of a sudden, 15 years later of people constantly doing this, this one dance is like a big deal. Real? Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that does make sense. Mm -hmm. But what the hell is this? Brother of Bezos, mistress, speaks out. Who cares? You mean the guy who wants money and fame speaks mm-hmm. out? Boy, he is a cockeyed fool. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't get that fixed. Why doesn't he get it fixed? You look, it looks like he's winking at you. You can get your cockeyed fixed? Well, it's just like so. one of his your eyes is like, it's constantly squinting. It looks like he has some nerve damage. But, you know, yeah, like that. Exactly. But my my eye does. At, yeah. My eye. Well, all of a sudden, 
do that every once in a while. Oh, yeah, I get that eye twitch. Yeah, but yeah, his is literally all the time. So, you know, it's kind of sad. By coincidence, I have a friend, an Italian guy. He's a friend of mine, really nice guy. And he's got that cockeye deal where one, one of his eyes droops a little bit. Mm-hmm. And all the years I've known him, I still have a bitch of a time looking him straight in the <laughs> eye because your eye always goes over to that, man, what's, mm. what's going on with that one eye? What's that all about? Oh. You know what I'm saying? I remember my very younger days, I walked into a fast food restaurant in the, in the cashier was talking to me, but she was cross-eyed. Mm. And it looked like she was talking to other people. Yep. And one of my friends had to tell me, <laughs> to tell me, dude, she's Aww. talking to you. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it, what are you going to do? I know. What the hell? You know, it I all mean, works I, out in the end. I, I, I was a little insensitive in my youth. Well, I mean, if you don't Not know what's you. going on, then <laughs> what do you do? No, let's just stick with these insensitive. Let's just go with that. But what also, I also also found Don Rickles to be very funny. So what does that tell you? God, Don Rickles was so incredibly funny. He'd never, ever even crack any light of day today. There's no, no. way that act he'd, go he'd, You remember he would walk through the crowd of The Tonight Show and insult people? Mm-hmm. And he'd walk up to some uh, black guy and he'd go, yep. Mammy! Or he'd go, uh, it's a <laughs> well, hockey puck. get you a mop on a... Yeah, get your mop in a bucket or something. He said, um, let me make you feel at home. I'll get you a mop in a bucket. Right. Yeah, I remember him doing it. My favorite one he ever did on The Tonight Show, he walked out in the crowd, and there was a guy that weighed about 500 pounds in a crowd. He goes, hey, look at this guy, huh? Hey, hey big fella, what's your name? He goes, my nickname is Tiny. He goes, Tiny? Tiny? What's your wife, a waffle? <laughs> I loved him. He'd crush your wife down to nothing. Uh, but, yeah, that I, I don't know. So do you th- – it's probably never going to come back, is it? Insult comedy is never going to come back. Eh, in, Not, like, 20, 30 years maybe. You think so? Well, yeah, because it's all – you know, everything in life is cyclical. Mm-hmm. So yep. It is. No, you're right about that. So what the hell? It'll all work out in the end. And it's just, uh, we've gotten far too serious. People have been ripping on me my whole life. I've been ripping on them my whole life. Who gives a rat's ass? Everybody lived through it, right? Right. I don't know. It's just, and then plenty of other times, people would step up and go, man, you, you, you know, you're, you're one of our favorite people and stuff. And I've done that too. So it, it flows both ways. You could rip on somebody and really think the world of them, right? Right. You know, I whatever. I well, it's like you were trying to say you only ripped people you liked. Yeah, that's exactly right. That that see that's very true. I would not rip somebody I don't like. Right. I have no interest in engaging. See cuz me ripping you makes I mean I'm engaging you. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like you, I'm not going to do that. That doesn't make any sense, right? Mm-hmm. That's that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. We will talk to you next week. Tom Bernard show. Yeah.